So we um, we call people. Yeah. We give them advice. Attempt to. We that's why we. Are call. you going to call somebody? Yes, yeah. we are. Oh my god. We've Poor already people. vetted the call. We've already. Yeah. I've already <laughs> spoken to them earlier. Yeah. But it, I. It, but are, I don't they, know. They email the show with questions yeah. that they need help, and we're unqualified. They need to give real. Advice. We're really unqualified. No, that's the, the, yeah exactly. Yeah. But we try our best though. We'll are we gonna Are best. we gonna be liable for any of this? We've been doing it for three and a half years. Nothing's happened so far. Really? Knock on wood. Nothing's happened. Oh so my far. lord. Yeah. Okay. So far so good. Okay. Right, disclaimer. So is there a disclaimer we need to read? Well, we should probably read a disclaimer. You every should time. read a disclaimer. How yeah. is this not? Why have you not? I thought where that are the your attorneys? title of our show we, yeah, we, was yeah, called we, Unqualified. We thought that was an asterisk <laughs> at the end of it. Unqualified. Read the fine print. Yes. What the fuck is going yeah. on here? I don't know. Holy yeah. shit. All right. Well, I'm going to put it out there. Yes. No, whatever advice I give you, I, I'm not responsible no, for you're that. you're going to be great. No, gonna I know great. I'm going to be great. That's not the question. I'm not responsible for this shit, though. You're, you're not, right. responsible. You're not it's, responsible. It's said right here, yes, right now. We've all we've all signed away. <laughs> Don't fucking come after no, me. No, we're not. We're not going to come Don't, after. Not, you. not you. Them. Them. Okay. Yeah, whoever they sure. are. <laughs> Somebody's been I, in the business for a while. Well, fuck. I got four kids. I need to mouths to feed. Fuck. You guys are. Right. All, you guys are like. <laughs> Woo-hoo. We're gonna we're gonna call Tim. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Does he have a real issue? Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. You don't have to say anything. Wait, just well, listen. You follow our lead. And then oh, if, you, if, you feel like, if you feel like, I know you're going to have something to say. Oh, this is yes. the first time we've also had like a panic <laughs> attack the from show. somebody. <laughs> I have the things to say. All right, we're oh, going to call I'm Tim. He's really in Nevada. Now. And uh, uh, he's 32. Oh my God, Tim. What the fuck are you doing, Tim? You're calling a podcast. Hey, hey. We are loving and caring here. Okay. Hello. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Tim. How's it going? All right, Anna, say hi to Tim. Hi, Tim. Hey, thanks so much. You're so sweet to 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 do this and to listen to our ding dong advice. <laughs> Anna, you are so sweet. I am an enormous fan. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, and we're here with Mark Paul Gosseler. Gosseler. Yes, it's oh, all right. Oh, Mark, I know who you are. I'm a, also a huge fan. Literally have a Bayside Tigers shirt in my closet right now. <laughs> right, on. right on, Tim. Thanks so much. What's up, Tim? What's the problem? Okay, so the main reason why I wanted to talk to you guys is because, you know, I really need to talk about my in-laws. Um, we have a three-year-old, three-year-old son, me and my beautiful wife. His name is, uh, my son's name is Milo. And the real issue is... We're feeling like every time, you know, maybe me and my wife want to go on like a date or maybe Milo wants to see his grandparents, my in-laws, it feels like we're putting them out. Like it's a chore to try to have them watch our son, which is really heartbreaking because for us, our son is amazing. He's beautiful. He's smart, really easy, but... For them, they literally watch him three hours a week. And any more than that, it's almost like we are asking the biggest favor ever. You know, and sometimes when we are dealing with my in-laws, you know, like I was telling Sim earlier, you know, last year I had some issues with opiate addiction and I had to go to rehab. Today, I'm literally 445 days sober. Oh, congratulations. That's fucking amazing. And then, like, it's, it kind of almost feels like to me and my wife that sometimes the way they treat us is almost like a fuck you to me. You know, it's almost like they're missing out on my son's life 
because having to maybe deal with me, which, you know, I've turned my life around. I'm working, supporting a family, doing all these things. And it's just breaking our heart because we don't know how to talk to them about this situation because they really like to play the victim whenever we bring up anything, even if it's not about our son. I mean, they're always like, oh, well, we're, we're the assholes and we, you guys, you know, think you have it all figured out. And it's just like, we want our son to have a relationship with you. And also when my son wants to go with them and see them, they don't always make themselves available. So it's like, what do we say to my son? How do we broach the issue with them? You know, we just want to have that relationship. Hey, hey so Tim, uh, uh, so a couple of questions. One, an easy one. Um, do they live in the vicinity? They literally live five minutes away. Okay. The other one, um, when you're going through your struggles, how close, well, in, in and in general, how close is your wife to um, her parents? So during that specific time, my wife needed help. I was literally in Southern California for 30 days. So she not only had my parents and my brother, but she also, her parents really stepped up. And I'm going to say this, and in no way am I trying to offend you know anybody, but my wife knows how crazy her parents are. So, you know, this isn't like anything new for her. She, and I always say to her, I go, I don't know how you are this amazing being raised by those parents. And she agrees. They're neurotic and a little nutty and really they play the victim. But what's also a bummer is when they're around like our family, like say for Thanksgiving, they act like they're the most hands-on grandparents on the planet. And then we just sit there with our lips shut because who are we to be like, well, yeah, right. You guys don't do that. You know, they, they put on this whole scene about it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, so, okay. So Tim, um, I, I totally hear, like, I, I hear you. I, I think that my initial advice is going to suck, which is, I think that if you really want to think, you know, like the long game here, I think that you might need to extend an olive branch. And in, in the form of like, listen, I, I want to earn your trust back. Like I know that it it doesn't have to be phrased exactly like that, but it should have the same meaning. Like I I know that you, um, that I put your daughter, um, through some times of hardship and I am, I'm, I want to make up for that. And I know that I put you because you love your daughter through that same thing. So I want to make up for that. And I want to, I want to have you a part of our family. I want you to have a relationship with my son and start from though, from that perspective. And I think that they would find themselves 
wanting to um, be to 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 be more involved once they feel like they that you you've opened up the um, sort of the, you know the, the pathway to communication with them. I also want to make sure that you and your wife don't um, like make sure. I, I just want your son to be protected in terms of their relationship with your son so that, you know, you, you, um, you guys don't lead your son to sort of inadvertent resentment, because I do think this is a solvable problem. They're close. You guys are close with them. It sounds like you and your wife have a, have a very healthy relationship. I'm so impressed that you were able to go through your struggles and to talk openly about it. That's amazing. It sucks to, um, to be the bigger person because, it just fucking sucks. Do you want me to give you my opinion? Because I've had two marriages and I have four kids. Please. Okay, here's the thing. What really matters is that you guys are great parents. And it sounds like you're a great parent, Tim. And you are going to have grandparents who are involved. And you're going to have grandparents who are not involved. And it is your job to protect your child. All you have to say, if they don't want to hang out, and I have... I have a good set of grandparents and I have a bad set of grandparents. And not that they're bad. They're just not as engaged as the really good. Like we have really good grandparents who come out for every birthday. They come out for Christmas. They come out for every single holiday. They'll come out for graduations. They're amazing. And I thank them so much. I'm not going to say who they are because I don't want to start a riff in the family. But we have good ones and we have, mm, you know, ones that kind of aren't as engaged as you'd like them to be. And all I can say is protect your child. They're all great. All the grandparents are great. Talk about them as if they are involved, but don't force them. They're ju you just have to kind of accept them for who they are. They're, look, they're missing out, okay? You can't force them to want to be a part of your family. They're the ones missing out, and that's okay. That's their choice. Don't feel like it's your job to make them engage. If they don't want to engage, it's okay. Just be a good parent to your son, Milo. That's all that matters, and be positive, and eventually, maybe they'll come around. Maybe they won't. It's okay, and, though, man. And Tim, I would also suggest, like, after you have, like, kind of a raw, and, and however you want to sort of express sort of, like, the uh, initial, like, olive branch idea. I think later on, you and your wife should just make sure that you're overly grateful, even when you don't want to be, for the time that they do sit for for your son. And if you're overly grateful and they feel like, oh, wow, we we feel recognized that, you know, we whatever we gave, you know, our, our time this week to be with Milo, if you say things like, you know, thank you so much, um, Milo loves you guys, and he always like, you know, he talks about you guys or whatever, whatever placating olive branch extending you can do, that will benefit you. And then eventually you can say like, you know, it's so nice when you guys watch Milo because then I get to take my wife, your daughter out for a, a nice meal or we get to spend time together. And, and, and I really appreciate that because, you know, I know that she went through stuff that was hard in the past and but don't force them. I mean, if, if they don't want to watch the kid, oh, exactly, exactly. I'm just saying reward. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, sure, like, sure. Like, but don't but force the issue as no, well. No, 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 no. They I'm may just resent saying, that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't force the issue at all. But, but when it does happen, happens re reward. Yeah. Obviously be the bigger as, person. As, and, you know, that olive branch, that's already, like, that part's already happened. Like I said, I'm 445 days sober. I've been back for a while. And that, you know, thank yous and sorries and making amends, like, those things have happened. And when they were, when Milo was, like, first born, 
they were super active grandparents. Like they were super helpful, really great. But it was at that point when Milo was like, okay, I can't really walk. I don't have an opinion. I don't want to run around. I, I can't run around and do the things I do. And now that he's three, it's almost like they're just like, ugh, it's too much. Well, they may come back, but the, yeah, they may come back. They may come back when he's like 10, you know, or whatever. And they may never come back. You're doing the right thing, Tim. You're, you're sober, man. And it's more hurting my wife, you know, like it's, I've already put my wife through so much pain and she's forgiven me and I love her uh, till the ends of the earth. And, you know, when she's heartbroken like that, I, I just want to solve the problem. Tim, you know? are, are you close with your parents at all? Oh my gosh, they are the greatest. And I'm so glad, kind of like what Mark was describing. My son has that relationship with my parents to where they will literally call and be like, hey, what are you guys doing today? Oh, we're just sitting around. Bring Milo over. We just want to watch him. Yeah. You guys are here. Here, take some money. Go eat some dinner on us. And it's like, oh, okay, great. Like, he's so lucky to have them. But it's just like that kind of gaping hole on the other side of just like, oh, well, what about this? The only thing you can do, Tim, also is just support. You know, you, I'm sure your wife feels terrible that her parents are like that. You just have to support her and say, honey, I still love you no matter what your parents do. And I support your parents. And let her know that, you know, her parents are not bad people, obviously. They're just, that's their choice. They're, that's their choice. That's the way that they handle things. And it's okay. It's like, you know, that some people handle situations differently and, and, and it's fine. As long as you're supportive and you support Milo, you're protecting Milo and you're, you're making sure that your wife doesn't feel like shit because her, her parents are, you know, uh, a, a certain way, you're going to be fine. I mean, and Tim, right. you should know though, like, you know, I'm unqualified, but I think pretty much every married couple goes through this same thing dude where it's like tell me about it yeah it's like you know where where like i need i need the community of support and and why aren't you know this my kid is young and i like and i and i've lost a degree of identity and what the fuck like (laughs) um, i guess it's really i need to get over the fact that me i'm with my son he's three years old this is the only time he's going to be three years old. It is the best time to be around him before he gets older and has his own life. And just is like, go hang out with my grandparent. Why would I do that? I got to go hang out with my friends. Like, I feel bad that they're missing out on that because this is the time when you build that relationship. But the, you're 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 right. But there's absolutely nothing you can say to yeah, to somebody. But that's somebody also to... his projection on them. You know, your son may never feel that way, Tim. Yeah. He may never have those those I questions. But it doesn't matter. Even if he did, it's like it's fine. He'll go to therapy. You know, <laughs> he'll go to a real therapist. <laughs> Listen, man, we we can protect our kids and try to make you know give them the best opportunities. We, there's this new thing called being a lawnmower parent, not a helicopter parent but a lawnmower parent which is where you mow everything in front of them like you get in the way of bad problems like you get in front of you can't do that man he's gonna have his own you know milo's gonna have a a different life from all of us and all you can do is just be the great parent that you're being dude you're sober you're being an amazing husband and a father that's all you can hope for and and tim truly like thank you so i i know that we're gonna get a lot of feedback because this is such it's such a common issue thank you so much for being vulnerable and telling us about about this because um 
I know that I can relate. I know that you know sure. we, we all yeah we we all can. Yeah. And but I guess the my final advice truly though would be to emphasize making sure that that your wife feels very loved by you, which it sounds like you already do, and you guys have a great relationship. I would extend an you know an additional olive branch you probably have already. I know you have to her parents just to continue that just like. Just one last thing, whether it's over email or it's in person or it's a handwritten letter, but something that's like, I want you to know that I want a really close relationship with you. I want to make sure Milo does. I know you already do with your daughter, whatever. I want to continue to reassure you because it's not that you need to do that because you're proving yourself with your actions, but like sometimes people need to feel a little humbled through another one's actions, which is somebody else humbling themselves before them and anyway so i i would i would suggest that if if you if you can and um you know what's the worst that could happen i mean no i don't think an honest communication well and that's the thing is like i've gone through you know drug abuse alcoholism that sort of thing it's like it's these emotional type of relationships that almost seem harder than having to go through rehab or getting sober it's like try you know and that's always one of the problems like with addiction you're trying to control everything and sometimes i still have to take a step back and be like i can't control all of this but by extending the olive branch you you kind of are but that's also it tim you can't control this bud no, that's right but you, but, you but truly cannot by control. like but by being a bigger person sure you Just you, you are by, but yeah. you're, at least you're you're controlling you can your control own. yourself exactly i honestly can say to myself i did everything I could. Yep. And, and I was honest and, and, and generous. And that, that makes me feel good about myself, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, my wife and son are on the forefront of my mind all the time. I mean, that thing is making sure that they're okay. And, you know, it's, it's like, sometimes I feel like I don't know what to say to my wife about that because it's like, my parents are great. And the best thing is, is that my wife has my parents too. And I know she loves them and she, and she, she talks to them like they're her parents that she didn't have. And, you know, it's heartbreaking, but Mark, I, I mean, I really appreciate what you said. I mean, not that, that lawnmower parent thing, like that makes total sense. Like I can't control all the emotions and all the hardships that are going to happen. I just sometimes have to let them happen. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Tim, will you please be in touch with us? Uh, I know we're going to get a lot oh, of feedback absolutely. about this. And thank you again. Thanks so much. I love you, and I no, so appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Bye, Tim. Bye. Hey, dear listeners, Mark Call. Mark what? <laughs> <laughs> Mark Call. <laughs> no, wait. We're going to go on a whole thing. Like, yeah. fuck the last name. Now uh, we're just yeah. trying to get through the first name. No kidding. Oh, uh, Mark Paul can be seen starring in Fox's new show, The Passage, on Mondays at 9 p.m. Why what do channel? always have to say Pacific what channel? Time? Fox. Right? On Fox. On Fox. Yeah. 9 p. But don't forget Central's 8. Wait, why don't you read this? <laughs> All right. Uh, Mark Paul can be seen starring in Fox's new show, The Passage, on Mondays at 9 p.m. on Fox. 9 p.m. is my favorite time on Monday. Pacific Standard Time. Is Kayla back? (laughs) I just saw Kayla come back. It was a little bit of beige. Uh, Oh, it was beige. (laughs) Do you want want to launch into beige real quick? Hopefully I can meet beige eventually. (laughs) All right, you ready? Let's do do a a two-minute beige. Go for it. Oh, 
Mark Paul. Red how, carpet. Okay. How hi, it's oh, this beige. Is it's beige from WT. Hey, how ex you must be so thrilled about the success of Passage. The Passage, right? Yeah, the Passage, based oh. on a trilogy of books. Oh, and isn't that so amazing? Like what a comeback. That's so wonderful. What a comeback. Yes. I mean, I think we all grew up watching you right. on Saved by the Bell. Oh. But um so that it just must be wonderful to be doing more dramatic work. Yes, yes, because I guess I'm known. And it really taps into um, what you must feel as an actor. And what are you wearing tonight? Uh, and where is your lovely wife? Oh, she's she's home. Oh, um, with the kids. The kids. Sick, sure. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, well, it's so great to see you, you tonight, oh Mark Paul. And congratulations on your passage. Thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, is that the? Is that the? Word? I mean, honestly, that makes. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We took some of the amazing feedback that we've gotten from our dear listeners who want to hear some of our classic calls from the past. So we rounded up this call from Unqualified's earlier days featuring Ken Jong, Anna, and myself as we give some relationship advice to a recent college grad. And please visit unqualified.com contact to share your feedback with us. And here is the classic call featuring Ken Jong. Rebecca? Yeah, hi. Hi. Hi, Rebecca. Oh, it's I remember, Anna. You can hear it. Sorry. We're out of breath right now um, because we've been laughing for the last 10 minutes. Sorry about that. But we are ready no for worries. you. No worries. Anna is here. Ken Jong is here. The brilliant, amazing Ken Jong from Dr. Ken on ABC is here. He just told me I had gonorrhea. <laughs> and <laughs> so we've been laughing about that for a while. And I've been laughing because it's true. <laughs> Oh, uh, Rebecca, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. We're sorry. sorry. We're we're here to help you. But Rebecca, we Don't have Don't worry about it. I'm fangirling. So listen, it's okay. Ken Ken is he's a not only is he our special guest, but he's also he may very well be qualified for your situation. So Rebecca, tell us what's going on. All right. So I've been um dating my boyfriend since about January and we went to college together and we were together on and off for like all four years. Um, and he's actually in the midst of applying to med school right now. Oh, cool. I live in Chicago, and he lives in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, so we're kind of already long distance, but I just don't really know where our relationship is headed because he is going to med school, and I'm afraid he's not going to have time. So I'm not really sure what to do. Got it. So are, will you be staying in Chicago? Um in the next year, you know, despite wherever he's going for med school? Um, so 
So most likely I will stay in Chicago. Okay. He's looking to go to school in the Midwest, but he's not obviously not sure we, where he's going to get in and all of that. Sure. I, I think, um, yeah, it's always scary when you're applying to med school. And um, like I, I think I applied to like 10 of them from Duke and I didn't get in them all. I did not get into all of them. So yeah, it's always, it's always a scary prospect, but so you guys have been dating on and off for four years, you said? Yeah, we did throughout college and now we're like officially boyfriend and girlfriend since, since we January. graduated pretty much. Got it. Got yeah. it. Well, I mean, I, I think the fact that, you know, you're being supportive of your boyfriend no matter where he goes, I think that's, to me, more than distance is, you know, you guys have made the decision to commit to each other. So that's that's the most important thing. So wherever he goes from there, you guys have already kind of established that framework. But wait a minute. How hard is it for a woman to be or a person to be supportive through somebody's uh, somebody's med no it's very tough because when you're in med school i look at it this way think of the science curriculum that you had that one had in college if they're pre-med and multiply that times three so that's Mm -hmm. like the the amount of volume of book work is it's in it's really 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 hard in terms of uh, i could totally do it i know and you've told me that many times in your tumble blog (laughs) and we have but but i do think that i do think that it, the fact that you are supportive of him and him of you may I ask what are are you what are you interested in going into or um i'm in public relations got it so i mean i think as long as there's mutual support you guys love each other that that to me you know that it sounds so cliche and corny and hacky to say but that kind of can walk us through walk us through um, the yeah, life the life like? of a life of a, of a woman dating someone who not only goes through med school but then um, yeah. goes through residency yeah. and all the hours we're talking about being on call. I mean, we talked about this earlier. I have friends who are doctors yeah. as well, and I I know that they're 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 on call for like you know and what two about days those at a time. Sexy nurses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about those sexy nurses? What about those sexy nurses? I, I mean, to me, it it it's, it really is about it. Really, it really is about you can't get through anything in life, med school or otherwise, without support and love. And I think every every couple and every relationship is unique. And so, to me, it's really cool that you have kind of diverse interests, like in in PR and in medicine. And like my wife's a doctor and. And she still practices, and she's never been more supportive of my acting career. And I have actually dated other doctors and med students that when I would tell them I would do comedy or something, which is really an unusual thing in the world of medicine, from that perspective, it, you know, they would bump on that. They would like, I, I don't understand really what you're trying to accomplish. But, but I think the reason I'm with my wife is that she was able to understand my world of medicine, but also understand just my love of comedy and, and wanting to try to do acting full time. And, and whether I succeeded or failed in it, she would have, she supported me. So if anything, I was really scared to do this full time as a, as a, as a profession. So it really took my wife's love and her support as a, and she's a doctor that she believed in me, um, at that time more than I believed in myself. So it, it really is about, it really is about support. And the fact, it sounds like you guys are really making the commitment to support each other. So 
I think no matter where he goes, I mean, it's only a plane trip away. So I think, you know, nowadays it's, it really is about how you establish what that relationship is, you know, and every relationship is unique. It's like a snowflake, you know, no two relationships are alike. Yeah, definitely. One thing that I do have a question about that's been kind of hard is he doesn't always have time to actually talk to me because he is too busy, like dealing with the applications and dealing with work. So I was just wondering if you have any advice on like, should, should I keep sticking it out? I mean, it's just hard because I don't even get to see him like maybe like three weeks and it's kind of a long distance situation too. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think, I think right now, um, I mean, the answer ultimately is up to you guys. So it really is. Yes, right now applying is incredibly tough. And as I flash back, it's applying to all these med schools where I didn't know if I would get into any of them. So, you know, I was not, was I in a relationship? No, I, yeah, I was in a relationship at that time, but it wasn't as serious. So, you know, I was really, yeah, it's tough. It's tough if you're, it's tough if you are more committed in a relationship and wanting to get to that next level. But I, I think there there is something to be said about giving each other their space in this kind of time and and then after, you know, come what may and after kind of everything settles down, um, kind of assessing where your relationship is at that Ken, time. Ken, did you meet your wife in, in uh, med school? I, no, I met her at work. At, oh, you uh, met her while, uh, yeah, you, were, we uh, while you were a resident? Oh, no, actually, while I was attending, we were both attendings at the oh, same time. Oh, you're both attending. Oh, yeah. okay, so gotcha. We're, we, yeah, so we, we had just come out of other... Now, did you have a relationship while you were in med school? Yes. Were you in a relationship? Yes. Uh, was she, was she, so, but she was also uh, in med school with yeah. you? Okay, yes. so she understood your schedule. Yes. That now, was, now yeah. um, any peers, friends that, have had, that were in relationships that were not med students, that yes. like, they had other jobs, yes. how did they make it work? Was it difficult? Um thinking um i've seen relationships work and not work just like in mm-hmm. anything else in life so I, i've seen relationships that were super stable and right. i remember my residency you know um one married couple in particular um my wife could not be more supportive of my friend and she was not in medicine at all and i again i think every every couple is unique everyone has a has their own unique definition of what their relationship is and in residency, it's even tougher where you're working 90 hours a week and you're on call and right. you barely have time to see anybody. Right. And, um, you know. So Rebecca needs to understand all that because she's going to be going through that. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I think right now your boyfriend's under, you know, under a lot of understandable stress of like, you know, will I get in? And, you know, this determines my my life and my future. And I totally, I totally get that. And But I also understand your side, too. You you know you haven't if you haven't talked to your boyfriend in weeks you you want to make sure that the the lines of communication are open so I think there's some happy medium to be had I mean thinking off the top of my head and I think um, yes you know the need to be supportive but also the need to recognize that support so I, I see both sides of that coin very clearly Rebecca what do you think is he the one are you sure that this is a guy that you want to spend the rest of your life with. I mean, I'm only 23, so that's a Me big too. question. <laughs> Young Hollywood, right? Our Thursday episode is also brought to you in part by Lola, the female-founded company that offers a modern approach to feminine care with their line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. 
While it's true that I don't have any personal experience using Lola products, I have witnessed how much the two very important women in my life love Lola products. Both Anna and my wife Amy rave about this amazing company thanks to the affordable prices, convenient delivery, and most importantly, the transparency Lola uses in disclosing what exactly goes into their 100% organic feminine care products. Hey, dear listeners, for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter unqualified when you subscribe. That's M-Y-L-O-L-A.com and enter unqualified. And thank you guys once again, truly, by supporting our amazing sponsors. You're helping us and we really, really appreciate it. And we love you. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. I hate to oh. say this. I hate to say this. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Sam. I don't know. I do can just from her it. voice, and I didn't speak do to her for very long. It. Rebecca, we didn't talk do very it. long today when we spoke, so I'm just gonna just say this. I feel like you should break I up. I feel like she's not sure about him. That's why she's she's she, 23. Right. 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 But playing devil's advocate, it's okay for 23. But I think. But I think it's deep. I think it's deeper than than the fact that he's in med school and that he's going to be really busy. I think there's something else right now. And and, and the fact that she's 23. Yeah. Are you looking at med school as an excuse to break up with him? No, that I think it's more that I'm trying to protect myself than that factor. I think it's just I'm I'm worried about you know what might happen, so I'm kind of kind of protect myself. And especially from when we were kind of on and off in college, just like the fear of what it was like to be on that off kind of cycle. I think it's healthy to have doubts and I think it's healthy, you know, I mean, at this point, time, time will tell. And I think that he, you know, there will, the cycle of applications will be over by the spring and, you know, you'll have a more clear idea as time goes by. Yeah. Yeah. Anna, final advice for Rebecca. Final advice: Do not get married until you're thirty. That that's the advice. <laughs> that's, she's that's all I got. That, that, that's what. And hey, so Rebecca, by the time you're thirty, seven years from now, he'll be a full fledged doctor, right? Yeah. Oh no, 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 he won't. Yeah. No, yeah, well, he will be an MD. He will, he will be an MD. MD. Yes, yeah, but she's not going to want to depend on him. Come on. No, I'm just saying that it's you know she if she supports him throughout Thanks, all these Honor. years. Thank you. No, I didn't mean it that way. How dare no, you? Yeah, he I may need Rebecca. You. I just meant to I just promote meant his that. talk show. Oh, He'll be the famous doctor. Ken, you're the one. You. Ken, yeah. Ken you were the one. I'm turning on you. You were the one that you. was talking about support and how you were so happy that you had a support system and how they should support each other. Oh, you fuck were talking you. about that. So if 
he if she's going to support him for the next seven or eight years by the time he becomes an MD, that's amazing. How dare you both? <laughs> well, anyway, I'm so sorry. Yeah, sorry Sim. you had it. Sorry, <laughs> had, sorry to witness this, Rebecca. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, Sim here is all of a sudden like, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm the one that's saying you should support your partner. Sorry, I don't know what you guys. Sorry, are he's Lenny Kravitzing this place. <laughs> you got to let love rule. Whatever. <laughs> What's your least favorite song? Let love rule. No, they. Um, that's my favorite. Uh, least favorite song is oh, I don't know. There's hmm, least favorite song. Hmm. Um, uh, there are a couple. Oh, God. What song annoys you whenever you hear it? Uh, I mean, there are a lot. I'm just trying to think. They're they're just so. Uh... Rebecca, while Ken is thinking, what's your least favorite song? Rebecca, help me out. Um... What's my least favorite song? Yeah. Oh, this is a tough one. Right. Anna, what's your? I know what yours is. Hotel California, right? Yeah, but I also hate. The, I, and I like REM, but I hate that. Stand, stand in, in the, the place where you are. Oh, I like that song. That from Get That's a Life. A song. Get a Life. Why it's Chris you? Elliott. Because I have bad posture and I want to stand. <laughs> that song is. It, it got me through a lot. Of scoliosis Standing problem. Place where you are. Face I learned how to read a compass now, face west. Oh, I love that no, song. No, that's Soundtrack a of my youth. Song. This is a great song. <laughs> and uh, you right. know what? Now I did? we're enemies. Well, <laughs> I, um, I didn't like, oh God, where is that one? That Toadies song like 20 years ago? It's like, I forgot the name of the Toadies. Uh, awesome. Possum Kingdom. No, that's uh, Crash Test Dummies. Oh, I didn't like that song. I hated that. Mm. Yeah. Crash yeah. Test Dummies. Yeah. Eric Andre it just sang that on the show. Oh, I yeah, I hated I that song. I actually kind of like that song, but I like that song too. That's fine. No. Yeah, um, that's... Rebecca, Rebecca, you know what? We need to before <laughs> like, we. This is the most passionate. I've I've, seen I'm you. so sorry, Rebecca. Right now, I just it, it well, literally no, got me I, so mad. I, Rebecca, do we feel, do you feel like we helped you? Is there something else you need from us? Yeah, no. This is we've not helped her at all. Okay, this then let's horrible. try and help her. I feel like Ken gave her great advice, but I also don't think that Rebecca is fully into this relationship. I actually agree with that. I mean, you 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 can be in this relationship fully and then inwardly express doubts, and that's what it sounds like. So it's one of two things: either. Either, like what Sim said, you're questioning the relationship, or you're in the relationship, but you're expressing some healthy doubts. So either way, I, I don't know how to interpret that, So, but I think either way, time will time will tell. Every time anyone says, but I'm only 23, or I'm only 22, that means they're not fully in the relationship. That means they want to explore. Oh. Every single time someone says that. That's all I need to hear. But I'm only 23. Mm -hmm. And she said it twice. Or maybe once. Well, I'm not looking down the road to marriage. You know, we've only been dating since January. You've only been together since That's January. I mean, like, you've only been boyfriend, only been boy, boyfriend, and girl. You've been off and on been for, off four for four years. years yeah. That is... That's true. So, but you mean, it was never like a it was never like a true relationship. But it's know? not like it's a guy you just met in January and you've been together since January. This is a guy you've known for four years and you guys are both adults and you're in your twenties and you're both starting your careers. And so you're not really, you know, wondering whether or not he is going to have time for you. You're wondering whether or not you want to be with him because your lifestyles are going to be so different and you're going to be so far apart. I am think I, they, am I, 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 I know the only one? I know what you're like, saying, but I, I think okay. that I think that it's a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay. See, I'm trying to have it both ways, Rebecca. <laughs> See what I'm doing? <laughs> Slide a hand. Uh, 
All right. I feel like I'm the bad guy here. So not the bad guy. I'm neither bad nor good. <laughs> so you're trying to have it both ways. But here's the thing. We haven't resolved this yet. I can't end this call until we figure this out or until you give her some final advice. Final advice. I'm ready for it. All right. Do you love this person? Yeah. Like, on a scale of, like, I, and I don't want to do 1 through 10, but let's say one to 11. that let's say that you, um, that he were to leave you in a week from now. On a scale of 1 through 10, how devastated would you feel? Probably a 9. Ooh. Okay. All right. And it wasn't a 10. It wasn't a 10 just because I feel like a 10 is like I would like be, you know, unable to survive. Like a 9 is like really, still really, really bad. A 9 is like, I'm only 23. I'm going to do fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm hurt right now, but I'll, I'll bounce back. That's what a 9 is right now. <laughs> yeah, but when you're in it, it feels painful. If my girlfriend left me, I would be devastated. It's a 10, 10 plus. The answer should always be 10. But you're married. No, I'm not. Yeah, but when Sim and I were 23, we were fools. We were like, we still are, but you have so much life to live. I want you to move to a big city. (laughs) She is in a big city. Well, Chicago Chicago. is kind of the third largest (laughs) city in the United States with the metropolitan square area. Um, Having to think about... Okay, well, 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 I want I want you to move to Brussels. But doesn't it? But that's doesn't a smaller city. Commitment than commitment that I'm okay. still with him, even though he lives in Madison, does not prove to you that I I really care for him. The fact that you're calling us right now and you're talking to us right now proves that you're thinking about alternatives. That you're thinking, you know, whether or not you should be with him, and it is a long distance relationship. And like you said, you're only 23, and it's not. It's a nine, not a ten. What is he thinking right now? Yeah, good what question, is- Ken. Well, I mean, he really cares about me as well, and he he wants to make time for me, but physically cool. he feels like he can't, and I think it's causing him to be even more stressed, which makes me feel even more bad. So it's kind of like this cycle of I'm just waiting, you know, till he's done with his apps so that he can, you know, have more time for me and we can, you know, be together physically I mean- and just, have you guys Come been? Have you guys been? Got it. Have you guys been arguing about this, or in terms of like spending time together? Um, we've been we've been talking about it. I wouldn't say arguing, okay. but it has been a topic of discussion. Okay. I, it sounds like you guys need to talk about this a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, that will inform you where to go. Is you guys need to communicate? You both. I think you both need to figure out what you both really want right now. Or fucking throw his fucking ass to the curb. <laughs> what? That's literally the opposite of what we suggested. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of anything more Wait. 180 degrees, <laughs> like diametrically opposed to the nuanced advice I was attempting. Rebecca, this is, you're getting a lot of conflicting things right now. I'm so sorry. Okay, I honestly can't hear what she said. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. 
Uh, it has been one of those nights, Rebecca. And trust me, we are really trying. Our first call was really, really hard, and I think we're still reeling from that, to be honest. Um, so here's the thing. What we're going to do right now is we're going to go, because I think we have to go. But Rebecca, you, got, you guys need to talk, right, Ken? Yeah, absolutely. They need to talk. I Anna, they can. need to talk, yeah. right? Well, she, said, she didn't say that, you know. <laughs> she, she said otherwise. But, but anyways, Rebecca... Yeah. Will you please email me and, and let me know what happens? I'll keep you posted. Please. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you, Rebecca. Thanks Wish... for having me. I love the podcast. Thanks, Rebecca. I love you. Thanks, Rebecca. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>